welcome to the Zaga Center's podcast. This podcast aims at providing education, knowledge, and experience focusing on zygomatic implant rehabilitation. Learn more about the treatment procedure, its impact on each patient, and get to know the members of the Zaga Network. Welcome back to the Zaga Center's podcast. Today we travel to the south of England. We are meeting with Dr. Johan Steiger from Zaga Center Surrey in Surrey County. Johan, thank you for meeting us, for taking the time to participate in the podcast. Could you please uh, introduce yourself to the audience listening to us today? Thank you, David. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, my name is Johan Steiger. Um, I was trained in South Africa as a dentist. Uh, started uh, uh, my interest in implant dentistry started there. Uh, I first restored the first implants I restored was in 1990, and then. Uh, then it followed after that where I got really interested in the surgical part. And the first implant I placed was in 1994. And, um, and then, then it just grew from there. And at first, uh, uh, just on the courses there that I attended, but then I studied again when I moved to the England to England in 2001. I studied with uh, a professor, uh, uh, Manuel uh, Chanavas in, in France at Lille University. Uh, and uh, I spent three years with him and uh, so that's how it all grew from there and I on top of that I did uh, cosmetic courses uh, Larry Rosenthal courses where I also became an instructor for them and that also helped me a lot uh, whenever placing implants to make sure it's always in the right uh, uh, prosthetic position to make um, to make sure from a cosmetic point of view and functional point of view that uh, you get the best result. And, uh, and since 2001, I've been at the same practice, which is the Portmore Dental uh, in Surrey, in Weybridge, Surrey in the UK. And that's also where the Zaga Center is. Okay, so you've been uh, trained around the globe in South Africa, in France, in New York, now practicing in the UK. Uh, how did you come into the field of zygomatic implants? Um, the frustration was always when I, uh, when uh, our patients were referred and you had to do a lot of grafting uh, to to help them and and it just it's always a case where you don't have enough information or experience in 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 a certain field that you that that, that enable you to help patients. Um, and the, the moment I learned more about zygomatics, I realized that this is the road forward to, to help patients instead uh, without doing uh, uh, major graft procedures. And, um, and that's how I got involved. Yeah. Okay, and um, I'd like to come back to something you mentioned earlier about uh, making sure the cosmetic result is satisfying as well as the functional aspects of the rehabilitation. Would you consider yourself more a, into aesthetics or more into implant dentistry? Or do you think both are deeply intertwined? Deeply intertwined. You, you can't do the one without the other. I mean, uh, you, we all, we, I mean, somebody, I think, once said, uh, if you want something to function beautiful, it also has to look beautiful, you know. So it's just uh, I can't see the one without the other. Okay, now getting a bit into the 
patient's perspective, who needs zygomatic implants? Why do patients come into um, Portmore, Weybridge, and uh, you end up suggesting, look, you, you should have zygomatic implants? It's usually patients who's been to a few clinics and uh, they've been advised they need major grafts. Um, they've been told they haven't got enough bone um, and they really would like something that's fixed in their mouths and to enable them to lead a normal life, to enjoy every day, to enjoy a, a meal like everybody else and not to think about a loose denture, for example. Um, they were, you know, uh, and, and that's how, you know, those are the type of patients and they really are in general uh, quite unhappy, you know, uh, and not being able to be helped. Do they live happy from uh, Zaga Center Surrey? Of course they do. Yeah, I mean, it's life-changing. It's life-changing uh, uh, um, uh, treatment. What What's the most common feedback you get from patients? Is it getting a smile back? Is it eating a meal? Is it gaining self-confidence? What is it? It's it's all of those. Uh, it's, it's really to enable them to smile with confidence, uh, to go out for a meal to a restaurant without being concerned that something might get underneath the tension and then they need to go to the to 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 the bathroom to clean it um uh i, I don't think we realize uh when you've got your own teeth um what people what people experience and how difficult it is for them to lead a normal life um that's uh that's you know i, I think that's um, one of the major things um that where we miss it and and where we have to when you listen to patients when they come and see you also to to realize what are, what they would like you know and 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 as i said when you listen then you you will notice and pick up all the bits that we just take for granted true so how does a um, zygomatic implant rehabilitation takes place uh from say start to finish when the patient comes into the the clinic and when he or she leaves with a full prosthesis how how does it go well the first consultation is usually just to sit down and talk and to find out what they want and why are they there and how did they find us um and uh what do they expect from it and and then because i mean the, the um, a major part is also to try and manage patient's expectations um so once you've gathered all the information uh they usually come back again um where we will uh, take all the necessary uh, you know like ct scans impressions photographs gather as much information as we can and then in combination with that and all the questions we've asked and what they want um we will get back to them with a treatment plan when we will meet again to talk it through and answer their questions and i always tell them please when you go home take a piece of paper and write down all the questions and come and see me again so that because they need to be sure where they're going and that and we don't want anything unexpected to 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 show and um and they're not happy with the with the result um and even you know after surgery you know what to expect and i must say um it's one of the things that I've has always surprised me is uh, how little discomfort they have afterwards. Some patients may 
uh, have a lot of swelling but uh, the discomfort is just i mean i've the first patients we did um came back and said i didn't even take the painkillers so which which was very surprising to me how you know you expect them to be uh, really in a lot of discomfort and uh, so once after the surgery we see them two weeks later and then always uh, i mean the, the, the doors open from them whenever they've got a question or give us a call or come back and see us if there's anything they're concerned about um and usually we restore after after six months uh after you know when they've been in a, a temporary uh, uh fixed bridge for six for six months only then uh we will start with uh, taking the impressions and move on to the final prosthesis and then and then patients can smile again yeah then they can smile again and and, and enjoy food as anybody else <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to the surgical part of the treatment how does the saga approach philosophy classification fits into your way of approaching the the, the surgery the procedure well every patient is obviously different and th and that's the whole philosophy is to listen to the patients and also treat them because it's an anatomy guided so you treat everyone is an individual individual how we treat them um, uh, according to the uh, the anatomy and um, and that's where the whole zaga philosophy fits in really well do you have one advice for the professionals listening to us focusing on zygomatic implants about training experience how to plan how to rehabilitate uh, do you have one advice for them i might there might be more than one uh, one is i know it's not this is not normal implant dentistry uh, it's way more complicated uh, you have to have the right training and i mean i can't recommend the training in barcelona enough by uh, uh, dr carlos aparicio um, which is fantastic um, and then always to listen because you learn all the time and uh, listen to your 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 peers and and not to be never be on a high horse uh, you have to be humble because this part of dentistry and specifically implant and zygomatics is very humbling uh, uh, you you just learn all the time I think a, a second thing that makes us very humble is uh, the patients. C can you think of a patient story that would have like, gone into your memory or that you would remember especially marked you as, as a person that you could tell us a bit about? If it's just, if it's, when it's just zygomatics, uh, zygom uh, uh, zygomatic implants, uh, it's the first patient uh, uh, we did in, at, at, at uh, Sari Zaga Center. Um, which it's a patient who had implants and uh, they uh, they were protruding inside the nose when I met her uh, she was in discomfort and so that was removed and she was thought there was just no option anymore and that's really that got me into zygomatic implants and and just how happy she is and and i mean she used the words you've changed my life you know and uh 
And that is that is so powerful. And and like you said, that is humbling when you listen to those patients and, and then you realize how wonderful it is and how grateful we should be to to be able to uh, treat patients and help them uh, to lead a normal life. In your opinion, on top of um, modesty, which qualities should a surgeon have to perform great zygomatic rehabilitations and have the chance to help these patients? Listen to your patients, the proper training, uh, as much information as you can from the patient and uh, and also um, CT scans, 3D models. You have to train on those 3D models uh, before you just you do your surgeries so then there's no surprises really it's you know where you, what you're going to do i mean this, this is uh yes i think i think this this matches or you somehow agree with um other episodes of the podcast where great training empathy were key and i think listening to patients is something you highlighted especially to actually understand what they need, what they expect, and uh, probably what you can provide and what you cannot provide. Honesty. It's just, on a, you know, uh, uh, like they always say, rather under-promise and over-deliver. Uh, give them, a, rather give them a, 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 a like a bleak picture, you know, that this might not even be what you expected, but, uh, and then let them rather come back and tell you, well, thank you. It's more than I want. It's more than I expected, you know. So as you know, we always have an extra question that is uh, common to all um, participants of the podcast, uh, which is the following. Outside of dentistry, do you have any hobbies or passion uh, that you like to spend time on or to develop or to uh, think about? I enjoy all sport. Uh, so I like to be to do to exercise. Uh, I like mountain biking. I like uh, playing golf uh, because all these things I think we all need uh, to take you away from what you do every day. And and sometimes the only thing you think about is uh, dentistry and implants. And so we need that to get away. And that's how I do it. It's just uh, by exercise. I've seen you were quite involved in uh, rugby too in the past. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It, uh, yeah, the the last time I played was in 1993. Yeah, yeah, that was the last time. So, so be before your first zygomatic implant. Yeah, 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 <laughs> way before. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Th thank you, uh, Dr. Steiger, to participate in this podcast to take the time to be with us today. I think we learned a bit more about you, about uh, your way of treating patients. Uh, I think if we had to take one advice from you today, it would be listen to the patients. Do you agree with this? I agree. Uh, and, and thank you. Uh, thank you, David, uh, for the opportunity. And it's absolutely a privilege, privilege to be part of this, uh, this whole Zaga philosophy and, and the Zaga centers. I appreciate it. Thank you. We, Thank we, you. We, we really appreciate having you in the network too, as, as you know. I hope very soon uh, lockdown will be over and uh, we'll have the chance to go on the bike ride together. That'd be lovely. But uh, for now, we have to wait a bit. Yeah. So let's be patient. Uh, let's listen to this podcast, to the other episodes, and uh, 
we'll be in touch very soon to keep working together. Thank you, David. Thank you. All the best. This podcast aims at providing education, knowledge, and experience, focusing on zygomatic implant rehabilitation. Learn more about the treatment procedure, its impact on each patient, and get to know the members of the Zaga Network.